coming up. Dr. Ryan repeatedly tells Harris that he is bringing her drugs, instructs her how to use the drugs. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson. You're listening to The Daily Crime. At the end of March, police in Montgomery County, Maryland, arrested a 48-year-old oral surgeon outside of his practice in connection with the death of a 25-year-old woman. This was the second time Montgomery County police surrounded this Clarksburg home Tuesday. Earlier in the morning, they showed up heavily armed and arrested Dr. James Ryan on his way to his dental practice in Germantown. What concerns me is that this may not be the first time he's ever done this. The state and judge calling him a dangerous man. He's accused of providing drugs that killed his girlfriend Sarah Harris. Today, the state said with all the charges against Ryan, including second-degree murder, he's facing a possible 78 years in prison. His attorneys argued that the prosecution had a weak case against him and no proof that he actually gave Harris the drugs. I'm joined by WUSA 9 reporter Casey Nolan in Washington, D.C. Casey, thanks for being on the show. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Let's start by talking about when did Dr. James Ryan and and this woman, Sarah Harris, who was found presumably dead from an overdose back in January, I believe, right? When did they first meet, and and what do we know about their relationship? Well, according to the police, they met when she was a patient of his. Uh, the way they tell it, uh, she went to his office. Um, she, you know, needed needed a dentist, and it wasn't long after that that he called her back and offered her a job and hired her to work in his office. And then wasn't long after that, uh, the police say they were in a relationship. They were dating, and pretty quickly she had moved in with him. So we're talking about from the fall of, I believe, 2020 to the early part of 2021, uh, she went from being a patient to his girlfriend living with him. And he had a practice in in Clarksburg, Maryland, is that right, in Montgomery County, just less than an hour north of Washington, D.C.? Correct. So when police turned up at at the home back in January, the end of January, and found her, what did they find and what was determined? Well, they found a a scene that they say was familiar because it wasn't the first time she had overdosed. Um, They they found her um, apparently uh, dead from an overdose this time. Uh, surrounded by what they describe as syringes uh, and bloody rags. They said that was similar to a situation where she had overdosed previously. But now, why there were no charges that first time, that's that's where we're not quite clear. Um, but um, they, they found also then eventually text messages between the two uh, with the dentist uh, telling her how to use the drugs and how to where to find them in the home and telling her he would be bringing them home from the office. So I, I have to say that it's, it feels like there's a lot we don't know, but from what you have been able to determine and, and what we do know from police so far is that then he was, is it fair to say, supplying her with these drugs, telling her how to use them, and then she was going forward with that. And in fact, family members said even last year she wasn't looking that healthy, that same things seemed to be going downhill for her in terms of her health. Yeah, that's the that's exactly what uh, police say. They, I, I don't think there's any allegation that this was an intentional overdose, but he, he's charged with second-degree murder, and they allege that, yes, he supplied her with drugs she wouldn't have been able to get anywhere else. Like, these were not 
typical narcotics. These are, uh, you know, heavy sedation medicine that a person in his line of work would have access to. And they're, they're alleging that he abused that access and gave her, gave her the drugs. That is where the case stands of, as of right now, and an, an abuse of his access, abuse of his medical you know, license to get these drugs, but, but also an, an abuse, uh, police seem to allude to of his position of authority. You know, you know, this is again, a, a woman that he met, uh, as a client, he then brought her into his office. He then started dating her, uh, gave her drugs and she, and her life went downhill from there, it would seem. And when I, put that to police to see if they had anything else to say uh, about about the nature of how this all you know came about they they just responded that they um, want to make sure there aren't any other victims out there because they they said in their words they wouldn't be surprised if this wasn't the first time he had had a a relationship like this yeah I was going to ask you about that I, I noticed that one of the at one of the press conferences, police said they were concerned that maybe this was not the first time. And the neighbors said she wasn't the only person coming over either. You know, they, when we were there, we went to his, his, uh, neighborhood, nice, nice, uh, street of almost brand new homes. We talked to the neighbors and they said, in fact, while we were there, they called police because there were young people coming and going that they didn't recognize going in and out of the house after he was already in custody. Um, so they, they say that there were, People coming at odd hours, stopping by, uh, you know, the house for who knows what. But um, the neighbors certainly have their speculations, and they didn't think that people were up to anything good just in terms of what was going on in that house. One of the things they were talking about was they've had so many, uh, you know, opioid and other kinds of overdoses that they have got some new task force where anytime they have an overdose death, they send homicide detectives out. I just see like SWAT cars and everything all over the place. So, you know, my parents were home too. They were really scared. Casey, Dr. James Ryan is facing 10 charges. I mean, some pretty serious charges now that could land him behind bars for, for a long time if if this all comes to fruition in, in a court of law. Absolutely. Um, and his family's grateful for it. I think the quote they said when he was he had his first appearance in court was, you know, thank you, Jesus. They were, they just felt like their daughter had been robbed from them. Uh, and they were hoping that, you know, in their eyes, this is a step towards some justice. An emotional day in court for the family of Sarah Harris. As the judge denied bond for Dr. James Ryan, he's the man accused of killing Sarah Harris. The cameras are not allowed inside of the courtroom, but they were sitting directly behind attorneys for Dr. Ryan. They let out a slight sigh of excitement when the judge denied bond for Ryan. Shortly after the judge denied bond, Sarah's mother, Tina, had this to say. Thank you, Jesus, for this victory. That's all I have to say. He remains behind bars still? At the last check, yes. These things can be fluid, but um, when, when we were last on the story, most recently, they, they, were, they were holding him. We have a 25-year-old woman who lost her life. Do we know much about Sarah Harris? Just that people described her as a very vibrant person, a very, yeah, you know, just full of life kind of person and not a person that they were seeing in the last couple of months. Um, and not the person that they thought that, uh, you know, whose life would be, would end like this. And this charge that he faces, second degree murder, again, I just want to clarify, and as, as you said, it, it doesn't have to be an in, 
intentional murder to face second degree murder charge. Right. I don't think they're alleging he premeditatedly attempted to kill her. It was his negligence that killed her. His he wanton negligence. You know that he, especially given his training, should have known that this was not how these drugs were supposed to be used, and therefore he is guilty of murder. Uh, in, by that by that sense, the other thing that was really bizarre is they said in those text messages where they pieced together what they believe happened and how how she was killed how she died from these drugs, he apparently told her after one of her overdoses that he had given her ketamine while she was sleeping. Now, I asked police, what, why would a person do that? And they had no, they had no answer. Um, it's, it's just not clear why you would want to give someone a heavy sedation when they're already asleep. Casey Nolan at WSA 9 in Washington, D.C. Thanks again. We appreciate your time. Thank you, sir. Thanks for listening to The Daily Crime. Be sure to check out our weekly show, True Crime Chronicles, available wherever you listen to podcasts. For Vault Studios, I'm Will Johnson.